Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. tells you to do and he'll give you more details he'll give you more instructions but you need to you need to trust him you need to trust him you understand God will never take anything good away from you you can trust him he'll never take anything good away from you he will only take that which is harmful away from you and he will give you so much Have you ever had to take a leap of faith? Well, in today's message with Pastor Robert, you'll be asked just that. When God asks you for a leap of faith, He's asking for you to believe Him and He will give you understanding. People want understanding and then they will believe. Not so with God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 11 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Do you understand there's a lot more than this? Even if you achieved everything, your wildest dreams, God has so much more that He wants to give you but you'll never see it all in this lifetime. And you're so short-sighted if your whole focus is on here and now. This guy lived his entire life while here on earth waiting for the city whose builder and maker is God. He made a wise choice. He's been enjoying that city now for more than 4,000 years. Isn't that something? See, a few minutes ago, I don't know if you caught it, but I, I said Abraham is a wonderful example to us of faith. So we think in terms of Abraham lived 4,000 years ago. No, Abraham lived now. He's alive now. He lives now. Oh, sure, he, he, he stopped walking around the desert, sleeping in tents roughly 4,000 years ago. But he did not stop being. I have to change the way we think. Two awesome examples of faith for us to follow. Trust God, number one. Trust God and do what he tells you, even when you don't have all the details. This is so critically important. See, we live in a a physical, short-sighted, temporary world where what comes naturally to us is we say to God, okay, I'll trust you, but... I need more information. That's, that's what I did 30 years ago. I just told you. That's exactly what I did. Abraham said, okay, you want, you, want, you want me to leave? Okay. All right. And he left. Believing God when God said, 
after you leave, I'll show you where you're going. After you act in faith, I'll give you more details. I'll give you understanding. We say to God, give me understanding and I'll believe you. God says, believe me and I'll give you understanding. And then secondly, live for eternity, not just for the here and now. You know, it's, it's, it's a catchphrase in our day-to-day, right? In this day and age, people say, you know, something along the lines of, you know, I'm just living in the moment, right? Just living in the moment. Well, you think you're the first generation to say stuff like that? When it was me, right? When we were the ones getting high and acting stupid? What we said was, if it feels good, do it. Millions of people died for foolish choices based in that wisdom. If it feels good, do it. A friend of mine was doing exactly that. And he and another guy, when, when they both got killed, I'm sure it felt good right up until the moment that they slammed into each other at 100 miles an hour. I've seen it over and over again. Live for the moment. No, no, no. Live for eternity. Live for eternity. You were created for eternity. You were created to live forever. If you're created to live forever, why are you focused only on right now? That's just a trap. You've been lied to. You've been ensnared, if that's your philosophy. Because God has a lot more for you. And you're going to be there a lot longer than you're going to be here. The question is, where is there for you? Because if you're separated from your Father in heaven relationally right now, that's not going to magically change when you die. No, no, no. He he wants you to know him now. He He wants to work in your life now. Live for eternity. How does that apply? How do, how do we do that? Well, listen to me. If, if, like most Americans, you spend more money on dog food than you do on God's kingdom, you might want to adjust your priorities. Or if you spend more time watching TV and playing video games than you spend reading the Bible and praying and, and, and talking about the mission that he has you here for, making disciples and, and seeing people rescued and loving people with his love, if, if, if that's true, well, then you need to adjust your priorities. Jesus said in Luke chapter 12, verse 29, do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. For all these things the nations of the world seek after. In other words, the people who don't know me. And your Father knows that you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added to you. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old. A treasure in the heavens that does not fail where no thief approaches nor moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Guys, listen, it's time for Christians to stop pretending and actually start following Christ. And what that means is different to some extent for every individual Christian. You understand? 29 years ago, he spoke so clearly to me. Sell everything and move. 
You're not going to be working a job anymore. You're going to be serving me in ministry. That's what I want you to do. Now, he doesn't say that to everybody. I had my dad's younger sister call me on the phone, my aunt, you know, when she heard about my decision. Within that two-week window of time, she called me. She said, I just don't think I have to move off to Miami to serve Jesus. And I said, no, ma'am, but I do. Because he told me to. I'm just doing what he told me to do. Do what he tells you to do. And he'll give you more details. He'll give you more instructions. But you need to, you need to trust him. You need to trust him. Do you understand? God will never take anything good away from you. You can trust him. He'll never take anything good away from you. He will only take that which is harmful away from you. And he will give you so much. Most of it will be in the next life because you're going to be there longer than you're going to be here. But you can trust him. He loves you. He loves you so devotedly. See, that's the message of the cross. We talk about all of this. Salvation is God's free gift. But it's not really free. It's just that he paid for it. Do you see that? All you have to do is come and ask. If, if you want a relationship with your father, all you have to do is come and ask. But you, you have to really want it. See, he, really, he knows. He knows. If you're just trying to dodge hell, no, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is actually wanting to be a part of the family. You actually recognize that God knows more than you do. You actually recognize that God has a better plan than you could possibly have. You recognize that you're imperfect and only your creator can fix that. And if you want to be fixed, you want to be forgiven, you want God to work in your life, the Bible says he's more than willing. He's already paid. He loves you so much. The question is, will you choose to trust him? Will you choose to trust him? You know, it hit me right between the eyes a few years ago because I always thought about that like, man, I wish I could trust him like David trusted him. You know, I'm reading the Psalms, King David. I wish I could trust him like that. And one day I was reading it and it hit me that David kept saying, though an army be encamped against me, I will trust you. It was a decision. It was a decision. He made choices based on the evidence. God isn't asking you to just do something blindly. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. What you just heard may have set some questions off in your spirit about who Jesus is and why he's so important. If so, keep listening. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're listening today and and you're thinking, man, I really need God in my life. You know, I've wandered away or or maybe you're just searching. It's the first time you're really getting serious about having a relationship with God. And, you know, I remember when I felt that way, and, and to be honest, I, I, I felt really kind of exasperated and crummy and, and like it was probably impossible. Well, it's not impossible. The Bible says that God loves you so much right where you are. He understands that we're messed up. The Bible tells us, I mean, He knows we're human. He knows that we're flawed. He knows that we're sinful, imperfect human beings. That's why the Bible says He sent Jesus in the first place 
to come and die on the cross to pay for our sin, to pay for our wickedness, so that all we have to do is open our hearts to him and receive the pardon, the forgiveness that he's offering. He wants a relationship with you. I'd love to give you more information about that. Listen, I'd love to pray with you about that, even if electronically. Just go to our website, mainthingradio.com. There's all kinds of info on the website about how to begin that relationship with Jesus, how to begin that that personal relationship with God, how to study the Bible. We can give you all kinds of information about that if you'll just reach out to us and let us know that you need it. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website again is mainthingradio.com. We're so glad you joined us today and be sure to tune in again to Main Thing Radio.